uh, I guess, a dedication of of uh, the Jewish people are are saying we're gonna, you know, we're declaring that Hashem is our God and we are gonna walk in His ways. And it's not just a, um, a passive thing, um, but it is but it is an active thing. They're saying that um, you know you're our God and we are gonna walk in Your ways. We're gonna keep Your commandments. We are gonna do. We are gonna do things. So the the term I feel like it, that jumps out to me in this verse is walking in His ways. Um, so it talks, you know, suggests that we we are on a journey and we're walking and we're we're moving to from one place to another place. And um, when we're walking, when we're doing that, when we're moving, and we're walking in God's ways, we're not just we're not just keeping the commandments that He's given us, but we're also um, you know, we're thinking about how, how Hashem thinks, you know. We're trying to get into His mindset. We're trying to see how He looks at the world. And so as we're, as we're walking, um, in, walking in with Hashem or in His ways, we're trying to walk as maybe Hashem would walk, right? right? At least as He, you know, how, as He did, does things, essentially. Um, so we have in the tractate Sota, uh, verse 14a in the Talmud, it says, What does it mean to walk after the Lord? After all, God is likened to a consuming fire. How can one possibly walk after him? Right? And the Talmud answers that to walk after the Lord means to emulate his characteristics. Just as he is gracious and compassionate, so too should we be. Just as he feeds the hungry and clothes the naked, so should we be providers and protectors. And, and like, you know, you, you immediately, at least I, I immediately think of like Yeshua and his life here and, and the things that he did and how he walked in Hashem's ways and how he um, clothed the naked, healed the sick, you know, and looked after the poor. You know what I mean? He, he's, he gave us a really good example while he was here on earth. And, um, and it just kind of connects, you know, to walk in Hashem's ways is also to um, walk like Yeshua walked when he was here on earth. And um, Rabbi, Jonathan Sa Rabbi Jonathan Sachs of blessed memory often spoke about the responsibility that we bear as partners in this world. So, um, you know, he talked a lot about like, I guess our responsibilities uh, uh, you know, we have the Torah and it's, it, it's given us extra responsibilities. So we're, we are to bring a light where there's darkness. Um, we bring hope where there's despair and kindness where there's cruelty. Um, we're not just called um, to just follow commandments, but we're called to, you know, live a life um, that makes a difference essentially. Um, and another one thing, another thing he said is to be a Jew is to be an agent of hope in a world that is threatened by despair. So, um, you know, we, you know, we are, we need to be the hope because we're the ones who have this, I mean, this extra knowledge, uh, I guess, I, I guess kind of an advantage in a way of how the, the world works in a way, you know, so if we, if we use it, for good, um, we can be a hope to those who um, to those around us.
So in conclusion, I want to say walking in God's ways is more than just um, following a set of rules, but it is a commitment to live to live by. It's, it's, it's a way to think about how we are um, trying to emulate what, what Hashem really wants for us and, and how, um, how He wants us to treat our fellow men and also how to, how to um, honor Him and to live a, a, good, a good life, a life that, um, that shows others, you know, that this is, there's a difference, you know, there's a difference here. And, you know, oftentimes, I, I, I always think about this, is, you know, the, the Jewish people are, you know, it said the Jewish people are supposed to be like a, like a, um, like a light to the nations. But more than that, there's, you know, it, it says like the nations will look at them and want to be part of that. Want to see see such a good a good thing there that they will want to be part of that. And so, as, as we as what we can do is also you know try to live our life so that when people see see us living, they they want to be part of that. They want to know what what's a special thing that we have. And um, I think we have um, multiple special things. You know, we have the Torah. We have the life of Yeshua that we believe, um, the words of Yeshua. And we, so it's like these multiple blessings and multiple good things that can, um, that can help us to live a good and ful- fulfilled life as well as, you know, maybe draw others that are around us that see us living this life. So that's my, I guess, challenge to you is to walk in Hashem's ways that others will see and want to follow too. Shabbat Shalom. <laughs> Ezra, you have something to share? Or Tzafa? Yes. Okay. Uh, on the uh, second portion of this uh, of this Aliyah, it will hold on for a second. Ah. It is, uh, <clears throat> is telling us about uh, it, ties, it talks about the ties, but it also tell uh, tell talk to you talk to us about the reflection that we should have our of our, our possession and achievements uh, that we cannot be uh, proud of or cannot even feel proud of what we have. Because everything is is a gift from the uh, divine providence. Okay, uh, now since with our lack of a of a physical uh, temple, uh, the the relevance of the message is: What are we going to do right now with the mass in in this in in this time? Okay. So, um, according to uh, Allah, this should be the 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 maser should be uh, used for educational programs, religion, religious institutions, school, synagogues, and community uh, projects. Okay, so, but we cannot forget that the initial. Uh, purpose of the Maaser was for the Levites and then after that it will be for the social cause which is for the widow, the orphans, 
and the and the needy. So that is something that we have to keep uh, in uh, uh, present every every day. How to use the uh, the um, the maser or the tights, what how it's called. Okay, that's why in uh, in for people that do not believe uh, uh, God's word, okay, or they say that about the tithes that they're not. You're not supposed to have uh, give the ties anymore. We can have the example of uh, Malahi uh, three ten, where it says something like this. Literally, literally, it says, "Bring all the ties into the storehouse, storehouse, man, so that there will be food in my house, and test me now in this." <clears throat> says the Lord of the hosts, if I will not open. For you the windows of the heaven and pour out for you the blessing the, the blessings until it overflows. So this is kind of taking it like a like like a challenge, you know. Uh even if we even if you don't believe, we should do it, believers. We we should do it with the confidence that we know that we have to do it. We have to do it not because of the reward, but because. It's a command that he that he has uh, established. He established it. Uh, I also want to comment that uh, a, along with along what we're doing this, okay, uh, this is to also uh, let us know that our relation with Hashem is not just a uh, religious uh, ritual, but also is. Also caring for the uh, less uh, fortunate, so that's why we should be sharing uh, the blessings that uh, that we receive. On a uh, commentary that uh, hold on for a second, I'm looking for it. Uh, a rabbi, hold on for a second. Uh, a rabbi Shaga Shimon's. He says about this, uh, he says like this, this Thanksgiving offering, he explained it that it was uh, uh, 40 alive uh, loaves or matzot, okay, which the, individ the individual had to eat in the festive manner to commemorate the event. Now, the Talmud highlights two unusual characteristics of this Thanksgiving offering that is said apart from the uh, similar offerings. One is the the enormous amount of food. I mean, 40 unleaved loads, okay? And not only that, it says that the loaves have to be, or the matzo have to be uh, consumed with a specific, exceptionally short period of, uh, uh, period of time. So, which is was less than 24 hours, obviously, one person who bring all those matzot, uh, then it will he will be forced to share those uh, matzot with uh, with others. So uh, in this in that in that uh, analysis, it says it's kind of it's forcing you to to do what you have to what you have to do. So in nowadays, how can we uh, how can we do this? How can we uh, uh, emulate this 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 behavior? Well, when we are uh, uh, grateful with the constant miracles uh, uh, that we witness, 
daily in our, our lives, we should think by sharing the story so we can, so, so, so the, uh, so he will be the one who's be the, 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 the main character on the story. But at the same time, we should also uh, uh, celebrate, especially when we had into a, uh, like a bad situation for us. And we that, that way we, we just praise uh, him for the uh, miracles. And sometimes it doesn't have to be a, a big miracle. It could be a, a small miracle, whatever it is. But don't keep it to ourselves, but share the, the, the blessings. Then people will, uh, uh, people then will say, oh, I, I, I want to feel like you, uh, like you do. I want to have like you have, what you have. So by sharing, by sharing, all the uh, miracles that uh, uh, Hashem does in our daily lives, that that will that way we will be uh, praising Him. So that. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Um, so in this uh, Torah portion, uh, the uh, we're given some of the a few a few blessings and a large amount of of, of curses, um, and so in the in the midrash and in, in, in the our sages brought down that. Uh, now with midrash, you, you can it's it's a it's a added uh, insight to, um, icing on the cake, so it's good to kind of. Uh, glean from so the the sages say that uh this iteration of earth iteration means uh cycle of earth uh earth has went through many creations and many destructions and uh there was different uh ways that hashem ruled the earth uh, one he just let people just go crazy and have complete freedom do whatever they wanted and then he was like yeah this isn't working so he went through 90 iterations of that. And the iteration we're in is a mercy tempered with judgment, right? So there's uh, discussions. This is in the discussion of, uh, are there two powers in heaven? And the, the answer is no, but yes, there is there is mercy and there is judgment. And they keep each other in balance. Uh, Moshe and Abraham seem to understand this when they said, uh, let mercy triumph over judgment. You know, uh, Abraham put Hashem to the test. He said, um, "What if there's what if there's uh, ten in the city?" And he, you know, he went down from you know fifty to forty-five, forty-five, and kept on going down until there was only two representatives within each city of the plain where there's five. So he, he couldn't go lower than an attempt. So he was saying, "Look, you're a God that's full of mercy and and and." Uh, let mercy triumph over over judgment. So the default for Hashem, I think it shines through in this passage. The default for Hashem uh, to deal with this is blessing. See, that's why He doesn't need to spend that much time saying, "I'm going to bless you." Because when you're sitting in your, when you're with your dad, with your, when you're with your family, you're going to get the benefits of living in the household. You're going to be able to eat the food from the table. You're going to be able to come to him with problems, him or her or it, you know, it's beyond 
in the time period Hashem revealed himself as the as the this the structure which was first man and that's why he's revealed but the the essence of Hashem is beyond our human structuring so you know when you when you break down the curses and we we, we took on the curses today everything that, that our our family our uh, fathers and and mothers went through uh in our history of israel we're supposed to take that on we're supposed to act like we are receiving the the message and <clears throat> what's interesting is is it seems to be a level of of um, cursings so hashem is saying look if you don't repent this is what's going to happen to you and it's really bad and he says well if you still don't repent this some bad stuff's going to happen to you, and he comes on, on down the line, right? Seven, seven times he gives us an opportunity to repent. How blessed are we that we can see this? We can see what what the what happened through the history of our people, the programs, and you know we 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 pray that there be a remnant in the, in in uh, Eretz Israel. Uh, you know we we had the honored to to uh have we're, we're on a cruise ship and we did a um, Kabbalah service last night uh for um for the uh Arab Shabbat and uh you know Vicky and Eliana and I were talking about this is um Judaism is a very very small religion um why is it I, I don't know it's because it's prophesied it seems like that that we're to be to remain a small people. Um, within Judaism, those who pursue and um, follow the Torah seem to be even a smaller amount. I would gather probably the the representative of uh, Orthodox or conservative leaning Orthodox or Orthodox leaning conservative uh, is very small. I would say probably. 10 to 20 percent but it's growing it's growing because people are they want truth but <clears throat> um everything we do whether it's in public life or whether it's in private hashem sees that and hashem wants us to repent hashem wants us to do teshuva and what if what if we hear this message today and the message is you repent, Zafa, you repent. And then, you know, your fellow brothers and sisters will be able to live at peace. You know, what? I think we are the representatives in our world. We are, we are the people that the light shines on, and we're the people that get the, the brunt of the of when we're not acting right. So let us, uh, let us uh, walk righteous as best we can. And fall upon the throne of grace to absurd, obtain mercy. Uh, you know, let us not get to the seventh level of eating our children. You know, hospice shalom. Let us let us repent <clears throat> and get uh, the mercy that is available to us. Shabbat shalom. Hello, hello. Just have a short comment, um, which is, you know, of course, the Torah portion 
was filled with a lot of curses. Um, and then we have the Hapcha portion, which was filled with um, a lot of blessings and a lot of promises for the Messianic era, where you know the nations of the world will serve you, will bless you, will um, you know will be destroyed if they don't if they don't serve you, um, and 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 Israel will be will be rich with many um, precious elements such as gold and, um, and iron and, and all these things. And it also talks about the light of Hashem, about how it's going to be very dark in the last days, but Hashem will give us his light and, and he will be our light. And the Talmud talks about how Mashiach will be Hashem's light in that day. And um, it says here, you know, that the sun will no longer set and the moon will, will not be gathered in. I don't know if that's literal or not, but perhaps it just means that, um, perhaps it means that we won't have to worry about darkness anymore, meaning we don't, won't have to worry about bad times anymore. Um, so um, it's very interesting because I feel like uh, the key to success, whether it be um, in business or in health or, you know, as a people, as a nation, is really just waiting and trusting in God. And when we fail, um, we know that there's always a second chance. And all we have to do is come back to God and come back to his ways and we will be restored. And we might have to start off from the beginning again, maybe in a lower in a, in a lower uh, position that we were in before um, because of wasted time, you know, lost potential. But that doesn't mean we can't start climbing up again. And um, I feel like that's true with our health. You know, when we're sick, when we're sick, we just have to stop doing the things that made us sick, you know. And, and rest and start doing the things that will make us well. And it may, it may take time, you know, for our bodies to recover, but they are made, they're designed to recover. And when it comes to success, you know, we, we have to, you know, the, the principles that are laid out in the Bible are very clear. We have to work hard. Uh, we have to be diligent. We have to be smart about the choices that we make. And we have to do things God's way, meaning we have to do things with integrity. And then he promises that he will bless us. So it's not a matter of, of whether or not he will bless us. It's a matter of whether or not we will do things his way so that he can bless us. But blessing and success are guaranteed as long as we hang in there and we, we stay faithful to him. And as a nation as well, as a nation of Israel, you know, it's our destiny to be restored to our former glory, to the glory of Solomon, and even greater in the days of Messiah. And it's a matter of, are we willing to trust in God and hang in there until prophecy is, is fulfilled? And when prophecy is fulfilled, will we be on Hashem's side or will we be on the other side? Um, Hashem's word is sure. Um, his prophecies are true. His blessings will come to pass. 
for those who trust in him and walk in his ways. Hey, me. Someone want to share something on online? All right. Mm -hmm. um, oh, Atsuyah. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Sorry about that earlier. My computer just completely froze up. Um. I, I like what uh, the Rebbitson said. I've been sick recently for the past week. Our whole family has been sick, and you know now we're recovering it. And literally all we could do was just try to get better. You know, the world went on. There was things that didn't get done because we were sick. And, and once we were healed, now it's we've got life comes back into action and and now we have responsibilities and now we have chores and now we have the ability to be able to uh, make our lives better. I was just thinking about um, this partial, which was a lot longer than I thought it was when I first started reading. <laughs> um, but when I was reading that section, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, you know, some of these things, these afflictions that are on us are, are happening in mankind. Um, not to our people, but that I know of, but to the Goyim, uh, people consuming their own children, people hating, you know, even the nicest guy hating his his wife. Um these are these are afflictions that that do happen in Gentile society. There's a blessing for being um, observant. It prevents you from having to deal with things like um, unnatural lust or seeing things that shouldn't go into your mind and into your thoughts. There's also a responsibility as you draw near to Hashem, like. Uh, and, and, and in learning and in obedience, it's important that you don't fall back. Perfection is the ideal. Um, and as you're drawing closer, there might be things, you know, that come up like, you know, I'm, oh, I don't want to daven today. Just I've got too much going on, you know. And and before, maybe in, in, in a in a your life or maybe before you did a bell teshuva you'd never daven you never even think about it you know what i mean but but now these little things have to be maintained um have to be maintained on a regular basis it's it's like the old superman idea to you know great with great power comes great responsibility with great knowledge of torah comes the responsibility to obey him and obey Hashem. And um, that's what well, stuck out to me in this Parsha. Hey. Hey. All right. 